Well, good morning. Merry Christmas. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I just want to take this moment to make an announcement, if I may. I was uh, was approached by the creative minds at Upstate Pulse to do a recording. This recording is so epic and so wide open that it may very well open up a new frontier for me. And it will be premiering in the opening of Upstate Pulse, uh, I guess, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, when this happens, of course, this will open up new avenues for me. I will probably not have enough time to do talk radio anymore. I will probably be on the road and on a tour supporting an as-of-yet unrecorded album as I become a recording artist of all the little limericks of our childhood pasts. I see nothing but big things ahead. What What do you think? Oh, I agree. I, I feel like uh, this... Your, your exuberance is yeah. overwhelming. I think, I think this whole karaoke thing is going to open up a lot of doors for you. Who can tell? Or it might slam a few. <laughs> I don't know. It might kick me and get me kicked out of a few as well. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. But anyway, it will... Uh, well, it will it's get... not good unless unless that happens, right? Yeah. What? If I get kicked out of a few doors? Yeah. What What makes that good? What? Which cliche have you listened to now? Uh I don't know. It's not a party till somebody something gets broken. <laughs> yeah. One? Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. Go big or go home. That go one, big that or go one home. Too. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, listen to Upstate Pulse tomorrow night. It's going to be the I think the opening cut they're going to do or they're going to play and everything. And uh, uh, you know, this is all. If I were going to announce this, it'd be like conceptualized and written by Lonzo Rutzel, starring Bill Frady. Because you got to do it that way. You get, you know, the star, you know, the actual person that does all the thinking and does all the stuff, and which that was Lonzo. Yeah. Um, they get very quiet credit, and at the same time, uh, at the same time, then you know, the star who just gets to, you know, they're just sort of sitting there drinking the sparkling water, waiting for their cue. They get out there and go blah 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 blah, blah walk off, and then, you know, the show goes on. Yeah, and he's he's putting a lot of work on this too. So it, I can uh, tell. I can tell. I yeah. mean, I, when he's I pretty passionate it, about it. Yeah, yeah. So Lonzo, if if you guys like it, it's probably due to what Lonzo did to it. If you don't like it, it's probably due to me. But that won't stop me from getting my record deal. I think I'm I'm negotiating right now with Spittle Records. Spittum. What I don't know, whatever. Anyway. Ah <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Recently in Michigan, in Detroit, the Democrats there, a bunch of black Democrats there, decided to have a traditional Christian-based Christmas party. And what's wrong with that? Except Michigan is a hotbed of Islamic activity, which I, you know, I kind of see that. I kind of see why that would be a thing because a lot of Michigan has been hollowed out. I mean, Detroit is a hollowed out city. Uh, You know, who's going to Flint, Michigan's going, yeah, I I moved there for the water. I mean, who's doing that? I mean, lots of empty places, probably real cheap real estate. I I can see where that would happen. So, um, but in Detroit, 
But their Christmas party turned into a fight club because a horde of pro-Palestinian lunatics stormed the event and started beating the attendees bloody. <laughs> and they were trying to confront Representative Shri Thanader and his uh, support for the free and democratic state of Israel. And then things got violent. And on, on the Twitter from... I, I don't know how you pronounce this, but on Twitter, Arab anti-Israel protesters attack a Christmas party attended by a predominantly black Democratic Party politicians in Detroit. Emotions are flaring in the city. Our sources tell us that the situation in Detroit is more serious, and it looks like there is an ethnic component to tonight's violent attack by anti-Israel protesters against the Christmas party organized by the Democratic Party. Arabs are fighting against black politicians. Oh, no. Now, do you know what this means? This means that two of the protected classes, as ID'd, two of the victim classes, as ID'd by Democratic, I, you know, Democratic ID politics, are going at each other, which always happens. That always happens. One elderly female party goer was hospitalized with two black eyes. Which, depending on how elder she was, I completely understand how that would be hospitalizing. You had 20 to 30 demonstrators that swarmed this party to interrupt this, and it's being thrown for 200 people by the 13th Congressional District Democratic Party, according to Bridge, Michigan. Michigan. The protesters were from the Palestinian Ute Movement and the Party for Socialism and Liberation. They were there to confront Representative Shri Thanader, who had renounced his membership in the Democratic Socialists of America over its support of a hate-filled and anti-Semitic Times Square rally. Party chair Jonathan Kinlock said that polite requests for them to leave fell on deaf ears, which angered the, uh, angered the offend attendees, who then forced the protesters out to protect seniors and disabled attendees. Party-goer Valerie Barra said a protester initiated violence by shoving her against the wall. She said uh, one Democratic activist, Bobby Johnson, she was the one that caught the two black eyes. They came in here, they busted me in my head. And they were live streaming it. <laughs> uh, this is what happens. This is why Islam is incompatible with Western civilization. Not with Democrats, not with black people, not with me, not with you. With Western civilization. Theirs is not a... The way they want you to convert or submit has nothing to do with persuasion. It has everything to do with force. Mr. Kenlock, the local party chair, denounced them as rioters. Now, the question being shouted, the, the question being shouted is, uh, does anybody care about the dead Palestinians in Gaza? Well, there's some leftist pinko people, probably some of those Democrats. <laughs> not the, Well, maybe not at this particular affiliation because they renounced certain things. But some of the lefty wacko people are very appalled by the rising and inflated death toll being reported by Hamas. And 
you know, the big thing, and this is this has been a thing forever, for centuries. Muslims have been killing each other by the truckload since forever. But how come not? we're not uh, protesting Syria right now? Bashar al-Assad has butchered hundreds of thousands since the start of their civil war. It's been met with dead silence, so shut up. And the biggest thing is I couldn't care less. Hamas could get out there and say the sky is blue and I'm looking up. I don't believe anything they say. I don't care about anything they say. They're violent exporters of terrorism, which is why no Arab country wants them. They know that a Palestinian refugee horde is a headache and a national security threat in the making. So, and right now, in the United States, they're roaming free like rabid dogs, assaulting people and wondering why no one wants a ceasefire. And it's because you guys are out of control. There never has been a Palestinian state. It doesn't exist now. And at this point, it's never going to exist because most of you guys are going to be expunged because you're never going to quit and you're going to push it to the very nth degree. And when that happens, when you catch a couple, you know, just remember, this is the way you wanted it to be. You know, the, and the, this is the thing about the left. Um, they have this, their, 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 uh, their doctrine is very self-evident. Just in a really twisted way. We're going to get into that in just a second. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Oh, Merry Christmas to you all. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. This American experiment began 90,383 days ago. And it started with this statement meant to shake up the reality here in the fledgling America as well as in Britain. And after years of brutal tyranny and indifference, they, you know, on this side, we made a decision to take up arms if necessary and put a stop to the abuse. And they stated this very simple thing. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator and with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This was not a declaration of war on the crown. It was a statement of the obvious about humanity and that things were going to be different from now on. If it was not if that was not the case, then all of these tyrannies that we've seen in the past, all of these dictators, they never would have changed. It never would have been overthrown. It never would have failed. Now the crown did not accept the obvious and brought war and the crown lost. And those truths, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, all men and women being created equal and having unalienable rights, have remained and have flourished over time, 
mostly until now. Now, Thomas Jefferson was the one that chose the phrase self-evident. The bulk of the Declaration was written by John Adams, and a committee of five, including Jefferson, worked on the entire document. And the uh, five tenets of self-evidence was a Jeffersonian rhetorical marvel. Now, self-evident meant then and means now that we shouldn't have had to put this down in writing because some things just are. We all know them to be. It's not my truth. It's not your truth. It's not their truth. It's the truth. And it unites us and, it, and because it is a common understanding we all share. And despite the genius of Jefferson's writings, it wasn't even a novel concept to our founders. John Locke's uh, second tri uh, treatise on government in 1689 was very much a guide for Jefferson. In there, we saw the state of nature has a law of nature to govern it, which obliges everyone and reason, which is that law, teaches all mankind who will but consult it, that being all equal and independent, no one ought to harm another in his life, health, liberty, or possessions. For men being all the workmanship of one omnipotent and infinitely wise maker, all the servants of one sovereign master sent into the world by this his order and about his business, they are his property, whose worksmanship they are, made last during his, not one another's pleasure. So we have the plan or the purpose here, and it's for each person to have the latitude to decide for themselves, without government interfering, deciding that purpose for them. And that has been plain as day for the longest time. We didn't really have to discuss it. And yet, 2023 may go down in history as a year that self-evidence, as we've always known, it died. And a new, revised self-evident uh, doctrine took over the United States. We all used to know, instinctively, that there were two genders, male and female. In 2023, universities are giving out women's scholarships to male athletes who happen to be taking prescribed drugs to mask the fact that they're male. Which, by the way, they don't work. Still look male. Before 2023, it was unthinkable that open anti-Semitism would be celebrated or defended or even abetted by elected members of Congress. And we could agree as a people, even if a small fringe under the cover of darkness quietly you know, played with this, that it was heinous to call for genocide against a group of people based on their religious views or history. You know, never again, that kind of thing. And we all used to at least pay lip service to that promise after learning what happened in the Holocaust. And yet, of the 214 House Democrats, 119 of them, or 56%, couldn't or wouldn't commit to supporting a measure to condemn anti-Semitism in America. Before this generation, our society protected our young. Even in prisons, the most hardened criminals would isolate themselves from the child molesters because of the hierarchy of evil. The ones that did bad things to kids were the absolute worst of the worst. Now we have drag queen shows that are designed for kids. Kids are not allowed to drink alcohol or smoke or consent to sexual content or, you know, get a tattoo or conduct, excuse me, buy firearms, gamble, or enter into a binding financial contract. 
That was always a no-brainer. Now we're fighting over whether it's appropriate for them to view graphically illustrated same-sex pornography branded as educational reading material. And the parents get no say in this. And they get no say in what gender a child surgically chooses. Before Tuesday, it was self-evident that you needed to be tried and convicted in order to be penalized for a crime. Colorado Supreme Court threw that one out the window by using a very perverse interpretation of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Now, the 14th Amendment was largely written because of how the Union was to handle the reabsorption of former Confederates into civic life post-Civil War. And what they were looking at is, no person shall be a senator, a representative in Congress, or elector, president, and vice president, or hold any office, silver, civil or military, under the United States or under any state, who having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress, or as an officer of the United States, or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may by a vote of two-thirds of each house, removed such a disability. And with the Confederates, it was decided on a case-by-case basis. And some, or rather several, former Confederates were able to re-enter government. Some weren't. All had one thing in common, though. All of them got due process. Self-evidently, we all knew that O.J. Simpson killed his wife. You know. And, you know, that Bronco ride, the white Bronco ride that he was in when the suicidal Simpson was sitting there. He knew he was about to be busted. The entire country knew he did it. We stood out of trial, farcical as it turned out to be, and he had due process because that's what we're supposed to do here. And apparently Colorado has discovered and exploited the Trump exemption to the due process clause. Going to Twitter. In other words, a state court has found Trump guilty of a federal crime with which he's never even been charged based on informal allegations of unlawful conduct that took place 2,000 miles from the court's jurisdiction. This is patently absurd. Now, this should already be reversed by the Supreme Court. They should have gotten up there and said, what are you doing right now? we got to go in there right now and do this. They won't, but that ought to be what they did. And the damage done to rule of law during the lag time is extraordinary. You've even got many other never-Trumpers and left-wing sites and legal scholars. They've come out and said this is this move is way out of bounds. And yet Joe Biden took a moment to speak to the press without a staffer or a teleprompter anywhere to throw gasoline on the fire. I think another thing that's self-evident is that Joe Biden is both unwilling and unable to discharge his duties as president. Too old, too infirm. But self-evident, this is stuff we just know. And there's a lot of them out there. Coming up next, there's word out there about some other stuff going on within China and everything. So to check on that, I'm going to be joined by Nansu from Epic Times just to bring us up to date on what our primary enemy is out there uh, plotting. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.
GS Plumbing Talk. Let me try that again. GS Talk Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. Now joining me from Epic Times is Non Sue. Good morning, sir. Hi, uh, Bill. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Merry Christmas to you too, as well. Oh, haven't, Merry Christmas to you too. <laughs> haven't talked to you in, in since last week, so um, let's get into this. Uh, in in Hong Kong. They're going after a guy named Jimmy Lai, and uh, the Chi-Coms are. And I wonder if, as the Chi-Coms go after this guy, if Taiwan is paying attention to what is happening in Hong Kong. Of course, uh, 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 Taiwan is paying attention. and uh, But however, uh, the Chinese Communist regime has been uh, through all different ways right now trying to interfere with Taiwan's election. Right now, it's happening every day through uh, their economic way, their military way, and their corruption way to uh, try to uh, try to lead the Taiwan's election to a result which is preferable uh, by the Beijing's leader. Wasn't uh, now when when, Thai, when 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 Hong Kong was uh, given back to the Chai Coms, wasn't the original intention as stated that it would be uh, it would be sort of allowed to be what it was prior to being part of of China? Wasn't wasn't that the premise behind that? Yeah, the the, the it the the uh, it was originally agreed uh, uh, between British government and Chinese government. Hong Kong uh, will uh, the political system will remain the same for at least 50 years. So that's why it's called one country with two political system. Uh, you know, uh, that's that's what it was famous for. Is uh, is is that in fact what's happening now, or have they tightened the screws? Have the Chai Coms tightened the screws on this? Well, they they totally change it. You know, uh, they uh, in twenty uh, on June thirty of twenty twenty, they they pass a, a new so called Hong Kong's uh, national security law. So basically, uh, through that national security law, they can do anything they want, and also uh, in uh, they rechartered the Hong Kong's legislative body. Uh, uh, before uh, 2020, uh, Hong Kong's legislature had uh, 70 seats, which you know 30 of them are nominated through some sort of a recommendation process. So that that that's like a 50 percent of the legislature uh, can uh, uh, body basically controlled by the Communist regime. And however, they do they did have like a, another 35 seats, which is 50 percent of the legislative body uh, through uh, open for election. Now, after the 2019 uh, pro-democracy anti-extradition uh, movement uh, took place in Hong Kong, they completely rechartered the legislature. So uh, now they have like a total 90 seats, uh, uh, you know, in the legislature. Uh, 70 of them are through uh, recommend, recommendation process only 20 open for election, and that's not even enough. In the beginning of 2021, 
because the, the, the election is supposed to take place in December of 2021, but you know, in January, uh, actually February of 2021, they arrested every single pro-democracy candidate that's running for that 20 open seats. So, and what end up is uh, in the December of 2021, they have entire legislature, uh, all 90 seats are occupied, or elected uh, 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 candidates are pro-Beijing candidates. Uh, this guy, Jimmy Lai, he's 76 years old. He used to do a publication there called Apple Daily. And uh, is he actually active now? At seventy six, is he still doing the same stuff he was doing? I mean, they, they, and they, they even charged oh, him Apple under. Apple has gone. Apple, yeah, Apple Daily is already uh, for, uh, being forced to shut down already. You right. know, for a couple of years. Uh, Jimmy Lai already sentenced twice. Uh, he was first sentenced for uh, sedition against the government for thirteen months. Uh, because he, uh, you know, openly asked people to go to a, a memorial uh, activity, you know, which is it's kind of a, like a vigil candle uh, night to to uh, to to remember that the June Fourth, nineteen eighty nine, uh, Tiananmen Square massacre. So that got him thirteen months in jail, and then. Uh, because uh, you know Apple Daily was in trouble um, uh, under the persecution, so they have some sort of his headquarters. Uh, Apple Daily's headquarters have some sort of uh, leasing violation uh, for his leasing agreement. So that got him another five years and nine months. And then uh, this time he was charged with uh, a collusion with a foreign force. So basically, he came to the United States. 2019, he received an interview by the 16 Minutes, and also he met with Mike Pence uh, with a, in a sh- very short meeting. So that basically is, was the base for this uh, charge, and he's facing up to 10 years uh, sentence right now. So he's 76 years old. Uh, you know, he, we don't know what was how he's uh, you probably. It's very hard to see him come come out of the jail in life. I'm sure. I'm sure that while all this is going on, though, Taiwan's looking. They just at this. don't want him to get out of jail anymore. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can see that. I can see that taking a guy taking a guy in his seventies and sentencing him to anything in jail most of the time is going to be a life sentence. So it doesn't matter how many years they give him. Listen. Before uh, we run out of time, I want to take the time to thank you for showing up and uh, bringing this level of this area of expertise to my show because I don't have it, and unless you're supplying it, I don't. It's not being presented here by anybody. So, uh, thank you very much for that, and I hope to, that we continue doing that through this coming year as well. Okay, all right. If I don't want to hear from you before the new year, you have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, as the same to your audience. Well, thank you very much, sir. Check out Nan Su. He is the senior correspondent with an eye and focus on Chinese politics and government deception at Epic Times. Go check out his work there. Coming up, uh, Ted Lieu got out there and he decided to give out his uh, take on the Colorado decision. Ted Lieu would look a lot smarter if he just shut up. 
This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Let me just say this. At the opening of the show, I said that I would be going on, moving on, after this uh, thing comes out on Upstate Pulse. That was satire. I'm not going anywhere. This is my dream job. I waited for eight years to get here. I'm not going away just because I did, I, I did a thing. <laughs> So anyway, so if, if anybody took me seriously, that was, I'm, I'm sorry if I was that convincing. Um, there are, you know, when you look at people like Swalwell and Schiff and Sheila Jackson Lee and Hank Smith and all these other guys, uh, there are obviously members of Congress that, let's just say, if they were a knife, they'd be a butter knife. They're not very sharp. And... Um, there are some of them, like Swalwell and Schiff and Sheila Jackson Lee, that are possibly, well, especially Schiff and Eric Swalwell. They they all they're always competing to be the worst person in California. And then there's Ted Lieu. He's all he's always in that hunt too. Uh, he always, and he he doesn't research his stuff. He goes out and he finds stuff that you know. If you, you've got to do a little, you've got to. It's like an algebraic problem. You got to show your work. You got to do all of the extension, right? He he tried to dunk on Bill Mulligan on Fox, and he said, you know, during Trump's time, seventy six thousand a month crossed during Trump's time. Well. He should have done it. He, he should have said, just for comparison, let's look at what Biden's done. Well. We're on pace to, uh, you know, at, at the time of that interview, they, they were hitting 300000 a month. That's how bad it's gotten with the Biden and the Democrats in charge, 400%. He should have known that, but he didn't, which says something about how he does his job. So he decided to weigh in on the Colorado Supreme Court decision to boot President Donald Trump off the ballot. Which right now, if I were Trump, I'd be thanking everybody. I, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much for doing that. Thank you. I'm so glad you're so stupid. Thank you. Thank you very much. Do you know how much money you just saved me? Thank you so much. Uh, he, he got on the Twitters and he said, the Colorado, trial held, the Colorado trial court held a trial and made rock-solid findings of fact that Trump engaged in insurrection. SCOTUS would not have any basis to overrule the findings. The only way SCOTUS can overturn it is to make the perverse ruling that presidents can engage in insurrection. <laughs> yeah yeah that's just nonsense there was a hearing where there was no due process for trump and no jury and bill barr has weighed in on it. now bill barr i i don't uh i don't uh i don't like him i still don't like him but he got out there and he said uh the core problem here is the denial of due process. It was a five-day hearing. There was no jury. They, they were not able to subpoena witnesses. They relied on the January 6th uh, stuff that they got out of that hearing. And it was all farcical. That's not the way to take away Trump's rights or the right of the people to vote for him. Now, there were, there were a lot of reasons to question the decision. 
Justice Carlos Samore noted in his dissent that the only way you, we could boot him was if he was found guilty under the federal statute that applied for insurrection, yet he wasn't even charged with it. And the district court judge in Colorado also believed that the 14th Amendment didn't apply because it didn't apply to presidents, that he was not an officer since he was elected by the people. And Ted seems to be skipping over that or not understanding that fact. Probably not understanding it. They, Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he Trump never swore an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States. That's that's where the problem comes in. It's in the details. It's always in the details. Not to mention the facts that don't support that there was an insurrection. Trump encouraged Jonathan Turley, left liberal, not leftist, liberal as the day is long, Democrat, card carrying Democrat. His card is made out of metal. Uh, he got out there and said, Trump encouraged people to act peacefully and patriotically, so there's a real problem with the facts of the case. Plus, this was the only case on the 14th Amendment that the anti-Trump forces won. They lost the others that were brought in other states. By the way, all of these, uh, all of these things where they're trying to keep Trump off the ballot, including in South Carolina, have been brought by the same attorney, some cat named Castro, Jay Kilmartin, who's uh, he is a member of the of the state house of the state house of representatives, is looking into it for me, and he's giving me a bunch of updates on it. But this is a guy that doesn't even live in the state that is is trying to bring this about here in South Carolina. So once again, as Trump has seen said many times, they're coming after me because they want to come after you. And if Trump can get booted under this, anybody can get booted for anything when there is no due process. And Lou, who is actually an attorney, he, he's not being straight on the question or he has no, or he got his attorney's degree from some correspondence course or something. I don't know. He also got decimated in all kinds of ratios on the, on, on the Twitter. I love it when dumb, I, no, I almost said a bad word during Christmas time. I can't be doing that. I, I, I always like it when uh, dimwits like himself get out there and just show exactly how dim he is. So, and yes, on the text line, an American citizen can question the integrity of the election absolutely spot on. We can question anything we like because we have freedom of speech because that is self-evident. We were born with it. Anybody who doesn't like that particular, uh, you know, that particular characterization, I guess they could bite my fifth point of contact. Mm. When we get back, all this nonsense going on in the Red Sea, which we should be able to handle with no issue whatsoever, is going to cause all of your prices to go up more because of the workaround they're having to do in order to stay out of that Red Sea shipping lane. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.